The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James and this is the Everyday Peace Show. I am super excited to be here with you today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing every day. And I just want you to just pause right there for just a moment, wherever you are, just take a moment because you deserve it and just inhale that you, peace, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Right now in this moment, I want you to know that yes, it is possible to live a life of peace. Yes, you deserve it. And we work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. So we are just two months into 2021 and it has been a wonderful, great year for us on this show. We've had some marvelous guests this year and to share all kinds of wisdom with us as our regular listeners, you know, our anthem for 2021 is what are we waiting for? We do not need to wait for anything to begin our personal journey to everyday peace. We have everything we need right here and right now. So let's get started. I'm super excited to share a special announcement with you at the very beginning of our show today. I will be hosting an introductory class on everyday peace, the principles of living a life of everyday peace and what that can do to energize and improve your health, your wealth, and your relationships. You know, those are our three pillars in everyday peace. And I will be hosting this introductory class on March 18th on the infinityfoundation.org platform. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern and lasts two hours. This is a great interactive session designed to build the foundational principles of a true balanced life and unlock your full potential. This is a unique opportunity. So if you know someone or if you yourself are interested in engaging and learning how to improve your health, your wealth, and your relationships using the principles of everyday peace, hop on over to infinityfoundation.org website and check out and learn out more about that. Also, uh, last week, last week, if you were not here with us last week, boy, did you miss something fantastic, but that's okay. I'll tell you how you can catch up in just a moment. We had two incredible speakers. We welcomed Beth Greer, who shared her story of how she recovered from her health ailments and the lessons she learned about natural healing along the way. We also had the incredible Shelly Wilson, who shared the wisdom from her new book, 28 Days to the New You. Both of these women were simply fantastic. And if you missed last week's show, I strongly urge you to go back and listen to this great information. You can do that. You can listen to last week's shows or any of our previous podcasts by subscribing to Dr. Drayvon James' Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Or you can listen on the Unity Online Radio website. Now, if you have not taking your free course on discovering your passion, 
I don't know what you're waiting for. You deserve to be living a life of passion. Send an email to DravonJames at gmail.com. Put the word free in the subject line, and we'll be sure to get that out to you. We have an incredible show lined up for you today. We will start with the dynamic Dr. Sheila Robinson, CEO of Diverse Woman Media, who will discuss how to climb the corporate ladder and turning lemons into lemonade on the way up to the top of the corporate ladder and all those things, diversity and inclusion. We also have Dr. Sergey Sorin, co-creator of Biogenics and creator of Samvite Sound Technologies to discuss new methods for achieving the benefits of meditation. I am so excited to speak with these two incredible guests. But first, let's start with our everyday peace moment. I have been doing a lot of thinking, you all, about existing in the stillness. We've heard that said before, right? The space between the tick and the tock or the space between the raindrops, existing in the stillness, quieting the brain, the space between your current thought and your next thought. There is some wonderful space that exists right there and how we get to live in that space. There's so many different modalities that you can use to exist in that space. But I want to tell you that space is a remarkable space of recovery, rejuvenation. So some call it meditation. We're going to learn about um, different ways to achieve um meditative the benefits of meditation without having to spend the time uh, meditating if that's not your thing but let's for a moment just think that meditation is your stick and you are meditating or you would like to know about that um, what is the purpose of meditation meditation helps to reduce stress bring clarity of thought and leads to better mindfulness or another way of saying that is focusing on the present moment without judgment can you even imagine living in the present moment without judgment? Why is it so hard for us to focus on this present moment without judgment? There is a reason. Our human brain is the most amazing biological thinking machine ever invented. It is, but it's not perfect. And it has not perfectly evolved to today's modern world. The brain's primary, let's say, instinctual purpose is to protect us and those we care about. Sounds like a, a very novel job, right? It's, it wants to protect us. It wants to protect the people that we care about. And how does it do that? The brain assesses all of our previous experiences so it can learn how to better protect us on this part. And on this part of the brain that is constantly reassessing what we have done or what we have experienced in the past so it can help us to make better decisions to predict impending danger right? It's all about avoiding danger. That's what the brain does. Now, I know some of you right now are saying that's what it does. So we could use those two terms interchangeably. So the brain is trying to avoid us from getting hurt, keep us safe, right? So this part of the brain is trying to predict what's going to happen in the future. And it's trying to protect us from either the past or protect us from the future. And that's where our mind keeps going back and thinking about things that happened in the past or keeps trying to uh, go forward and think about things that are, might happen in the future. This constant tug of war going on in the brain between the past and the future actually can be helpful. It can be helpful. You know, in everyday peace, we use everything that shows up in our life. So it can be helpful in a way to help us strive and predict a better future and plan out a better future as long as it stays in balance. But too often, the brain will swing too far in one direction or the other. As humans, we cannot change the past. 
And as hard as we try, we all know that we cannot control the future. What can we control? You guessed it, we can control the present moment. We can, what we can control is right now, this present moment. And so when we get into the stillness, what we're seeking to do is to calm the brain, to live in the moment without judgment and to achieve clarity in the present. With clarity in the present moment, we can focus on what we can control and apply the full measure of ourselves to any endeavor. Remember, success is not simply a destination at the end of a journey. It's the structure that you must build. Everyday peace allows for today's success and lays the foundation for tomorrow's success. And that is our everyday peace moment. That brings us to our first guest, Dr. Sheila Robinson is an author, a publisher, a celebrated speaker, a business consultant, and is an expert in diversity and inclusion. Dr. Robinson climbed the ladder of a Fortune 100 company before becoming CEO of Diversity Woman Media. Welcome to the show, Dr. Robinson. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Drayvon. I am so delighted to be here. Let me first and foremost say, Everyday Peace, I love that title and brand. And your opening, you have put me at peace. I am in a place of mindfulness, and I can't wait to hear from the good doctor as well. So thank you so much for the opportunity to uh, share this space with you and your audience. Oh, you're so welcome. We are. I'm just so thrilled to have you here. Of course, I've read about your story, know all about you, but I'd like to just open up. Just give us a brief bit about your amazing story and tell us a bit about your journey that's got you on this pathway and the great work that you're doing. You know, in the spirit of peace, uh, everyday peace, my journey started, you know, just with a phenomenal career um, after college and wanting a family and uh, being able to reach my full potential as a professional woman, climbing the corporate ladder, uh, ended up having to navigate many uh, barriers that was out there. But I always looked at the, um, the, the glass as half full. I always was so very positive and solution focused. And throughout my journey, my philosophy was what someone says or does is a reflection of who they are. What I say or do is a reflection of who I am. And I carry that spirit throughout my journey, whether I was um, avoiding uh, office politics or, uh, you know, managing family issues at home or, you know, helping other women and individuals with their challenges. And my organization sold my division, and I um, went out looking for other opportunities to no avail. And I always had a passion and a love for uh, magazines. And after exploring and realizing there was not a career or a business magazine that spoke to me and, and women, I decided, decided to just explore, you know, to take some safe, healthy risks and to explore, you know, turning my love of magazines and supporting and helping people advance into their career, I ended up turning that into a business. And fast forward today, 16 years later, it's been a fascinating journey and would love to share anything I can with your listeners. 
Oh, I heard so much in that journey. And I just want to pull out just a little bit for people who are listening. Something happened and you said it fast, but I want to go back to your your company sold your division. So to many of us, what we hear automatically is, oh, my goodness. Right. The foundation is rocking the ship. The bottom is just falling off the ship. Right. But what you did with that, with your philosophy of the glass being half full, you said here is an opportunity you didn't know exactly what that was, yes. but you took something that you yes. loved, right? You took a party. So mm-hmm. this is what I love. I love, and this is service too, but you t- you love magazines and so you went into service. And so we know that that is uh, the formula for success. When you, when you put your passion to service, to serve others, mm-hmm. you have a winning combination there. So tell us right now, you mentioned just before we, we came on air, on the air, that you're doing some wonderful work this particular month with women and wellness. And what's, what's that? What's going on with that? Well, you know, millions of women had to leave the workforce last year as a, a result of COVID and children being at home and whether it's handling the elderly parents or, or children or or loss of job, but they dropped out of the j- workforce, and there are millions of women still in the workforce, and 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 we're all sh- struggling with COVID fatigue for for one thing, whether it's mental health, whether it's um, I call it eating out of order instead of eating disorder, eating out of order, whether it's um, you know lack of being able to get into the gyms. Uh, rather is not practicing mindfulness, we've lost our joy, our peace, and our happiness. And when you lose your peace, as you say, that's why I love everyday peace, and you lose, when you lose that peace, then ha- there is no happiness, there is no joy, and we're hanging on by a thread. And there's a reason that the flight attendant tells you to put your mask on first. Put your mask on first before you help others. And women have a tendency to help others first, to help the children, to take care of the spouse or the mate, to take care of the job, to take care of the community. And what I am trying to help women understand is we have to take care of our first ourselves first through self-care, whether that is getting proper sleep, the right nutrition, um, you know, eating properly, or just getting on the phone with a network to say, I'm tired. I am tired. And so we have a Wellness Wednesday free webinar every week to help women in the workplace. We also, women in the workplace or business owners, and we're having, um, in honor of Women's History Month, we're having a um, a, a big, huge, well, we're running Wellness Women. Uh, we've been running it through January and March, so it'll end at the end of Women's History Month. And then we're having a huge um free uh, virtual self-care health and wellness conference with some of the most dynamic speakers that we could, you know, and, and certainly the the mindful doctor and yourself could be a great speaker as well. But we are expecting thousands of women from all over the world. And finally, lastly, I would like to add that we filed with the National Archives Day proclaiming the last Friday of every April as World Wellness Women's Day, and we received our proclamation. And so officially beginning April 30 of this year, women will have the right to take a uh, an official mental wellness day the last Friday of every April. 
Oh, I love that. It's called the World Wellness. Say that one more time. World Wellness Women's Day. I love it. I love it. April 30th, for all our listeners, let's band together and, and uh, get some of that goodness. You know, as you were talking, and thank you for everything that you've just said that is so very much needed, uh, because I believe that, you know, women are part of a team, right? We're part of a whole family team. We're part of a corporate team. We all fit into a team. And so it's much like I was telling my team at work, it's like when you ride a bicycle, if one of the spokes in that bicycle is broken, that wheel could be in top condition, but it's not going to make a very, very pleasurable ride because a member of the team, one of those spokes is not properly charged and working is not functional. And so I strongly support what you're saying because it benefits companies, it benefits families, it benefits communities in the country as a whole. But one of the things that came to my mind when you were thinking, when you were talking is, what advice really quickly would you give to who are still in uh, corporate America dealing with COVID fatigue uh, and trying to trying to really, they have their eye on, I think one of your phrases in your book title, you, they got their eye on that corner office, the C office, right? And they're hitting up to opposition. I know it's well, no easy, quick fix, but is there some word of encouragement or something they can keep their eye on during these very difficult times of COVID and all the pressures that are going on? I would say focus on your on your resilience and, and focus on your resilience and self-care and fight for that peace and carve out some time. I'll give you a quick example. I am slammed and overwhelmed, but I have decided to take the last Friday and the last Monday of every month off. I've never done that. And so you've got to carve out some time, whether it is an hour a day and say, I'm going to do my lunch. or You know, you've got to find out that time, and I'm sure the good doctor will let us know, where can I, when are you going to carve out that time for that mindfulness, that to gain that peace and to get your strength? That's more important than anything. Mm, yeah. What I do find is one of the things that I say often, too, you'd be amazed at how many great ideas are circulating, excuse me, right in your mind right now. But because you're so fatigued and overwhelmed that it's hard for you to push them forward into the world, they're inside of you. and You just got to vibrate at the same energy level as those, which means you do have to eat a healthy diet. You do have to get some rest. You do have to introduce some some form of exercise into your um, into your life so that you can resonate at the same energetic as the answer and stop resonating at the energetic level of the question right of the problem and so that does require that we do some mindfulness and I think that's so important I, I love the fact that it is becoming so much more mainstream quick quick funny story um my my uh woman that I used to know, she's passed away now, but she was from Birmingham, Alabama. And she told me this when I had my first child. She said, you know, when I had my children, uh, women were hospitalized after they were for a very long period of time. She said, and then you could go into the hospital for 30 days of rest. You could just check in for 30 days of rest. And um, that was considered something that was needed. And now I think almost if you were to say that you're tired is almost taboo do you find that a lot of times women are are and, and men too i think are bashful to admit that they are tired because they feel like they'll lose steam and maybe even esteem and, and reputation in the corporate world because it really is moving at such a fast pace yeah 
I totally agree. We are a tired population right now, men and women, and we have to fight to we we have to fight for some normalcy and rather no matter how small it is, but in a minimum an hour, you gotta find some hour for some me time. Yeah, I agree. We got we definitely have to find that me time. It really makes a difference. Um so what would you say your mindset is for turning adversity into opportunity? I heard you say earlier that you, you really are a glass half full type of individual. How could a person develop that mindset who may not be? Well, just- well, the first thing is when a crisis happened, you know, instead of going to the negative, I always think what's the solution. I, first of all, and I always, I, I never, Point the finger, even if it's somebody else's fault. I look at me. Okay, where's my accountability? What can you do? What can you change? How did you know? Let's let's say COVID. When COVID hit, I just the first thing came to my mind was, okay, are we going to survive this, or is everybody going to die? That's the first thing came to my mind. And then I was like, okay, looks like looks like if we just do what we're supposed to do, stay home, put wear your mask, we're going to be okay. Then I went into I wasn't even worried about my business or because I have an A plan, a B plan, a C and a D plan, okay? I was worried about where can I help? Where is the solution? Where can I help pay a part of um, doing something positive? Like in, in even in the division that our country has gone through politically and the racial reckoning, if we had more people looking at how can I be a part of the solution instead of pointing a finger at why it's the problem, then we will resolve things quicker. So that is how I turn adversity into opportunity by always looking what is the solution. Oh, I love that. And I hear another key thing in there that uh, is something that I that I tout all over the place. Looking for ways to be of service is the quickest way that I know of to pull your 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 self image up, your self confidence up, to pull you out of this. Um, I won't say clinical depression because not I'm not talking about that, but to pull you out of the blues and the dumps and the worry, because a lot of this tiredness is stress induced. So sometimes we're a lot more energetic than we think, but we have all the stress on us that weighs us down and we feel just really tired and drained because stress does that to us. But you mentioned something you were looking for, you know, you said I wasn't really worried about my business so much. I was more so looking for ways to serve. And I would like for our listeners to really key in on that. Look for ways to serve. And when you look for ways to serve, look for ways to serve that you can serve that also um, stimulates you. So if, 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 you know, going out and handing out food baskets is not your thing, but you like to do some community cleanup, and I'm just giving some really basic things, or you like to do some uh, business consulting, and you like to dedicate that and some financial repair, but look for things that excite you and find ways to make that of service. You'd be amazed at what that would do for changing the energy around you and allowing you to again vibrate at the energetic level of the answer instead of the problem, and all of a sudden you get this clarity of mind. So, and I and I know as I'm listening to you, Doctor Sheila, I, I'm hearing that. I'm just hearing that that you're doing all this service and you've got this mindset of glass half. You're out there and you're giving, 
And consequently, what does the universe do? It gives back to you. And you have this great business that you're doing and this um, you know, service that you're pushing forward, but it's also making you successful. For our everyday peace listeners who are in the, the, the roles of leadership, can you grace us with what you consider to be an effective leader in corporate America? What are the characteristics of an effective leader? Well, my experience, um, an effective leader has has empathy. They have courage. They have the confidence. Their their confidence in their self. They're transparent and and honest and and you know they're really more concerned about the success of the people in their organization than they are about the, their own personal success. That's the dynamic leader. Oh, I think that's a mouthful. Empathetic, courage, um, confidence. Confident, and they're concerned about the success of their team, right? They're not mm-hmm. in there just looking for how they can make their next their next move. Or and what happens is, as the team succeeds, they look better. So it 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 does pay off. But they're really in there for their team and making sure that their team is getting that uh, chances to be promoted, chances to increase their learning and development. Uh, definitely. Uh, being in and, a and transparent and honest, transparent and honest, and not leading people on, letting them know this is where we are. If you want to be a part of it, you can. If you don't, we still have the courage to lead on with what we have. All to, to me, all of those are great attributes of a great leader. Oh my goodness! So we're all, we're coming to, towards the end of our time, and I don't want to. Um, in our session because without talking about the wonderful books that you have out there that could really be of um, help to people who are trying to climb the corporate ladder. It's not as easy sometimes without having a role model or having a tool chest. And you have two books, The Insiders, um, author of Lead, Lead, Lead by Example, excuse me, Lead by Example, and Insiders Look at How to Succeed Lead in corporate America, and then your second book, Entrepreneurship and Your Toolkit to Success, The Professional Woman's Guide for Advancing to the C-Suite. You just bring up just a wealth of information. I'm super excited to have had you here with us today to share with our everyday Thank you. And we look forward to having you back because you have a plethora of information that you could share. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dr. Gravon, and you have a wonderful evening, and thank you so much. I look forward to us connecting on the other side. I do as well. We'll be back after this break. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and this is Everyday Peace. I'm so excited to introduce our next guest. Dr. Sergey Soren is a board-certified physician experience in general family practice, emergency care, and bariatrics. Dr. Soren is an advocate of the mind, body, spirit, holistic approach to medicine and currently serves as CEO and medical director of the Sheely Soren Wellness Institute. 
He is also the co-author of the book, 30 Days to Self Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sergey. We're going to call Hello, you Dr. And, S. Uh, <laughs> great to be here. We are so excited to have you here. And you know, whenever we get a medical doctor who is really embracing the holistic medicine approach, everybody, you know, stops and they really want to hear about your story. So tell us a little bit briefly, because there's so much to talk about today, but how you get on this journey and you're not, you know, one of those doctors who said, oh, no, there's nothing to that. Although we know that even mainstream um, healthcare is really starting to embrace this. But what is your story? How did you get on this journey? Uh, absolutely. How did I get from the uh, conventional or the sick care system to the holistic? Uh, let's uh, let's start from the beginning. When I was uh, born in a former Soviet Union, I, uh, I, I didn't have a choice, really. Well, I'm saying jokingly because uh, my grandparent, um, well, my grandparents' generation. My grandmother was a pediatric cardiologist, uh, and women weren't allowed to be in position of power in, in, in the former Soviet uh, at those days. Uh, so she achieved something of tremendous value, but it was difficult. Um, my uncle was a physician. Uh, my mom was a nurse, uh, and uh, there was other generations moving back. So, uh, and, and the thing about the uh, system, the healthcare system back in the former Soviet, uh, that, that's what it was called at the time, uh, before the breakup of the Union, uh, is that there weren't too many resources. The system was about 20 years behind what the, where the U.S. is in terms of modalities, uh, diagnostics, and, uh, well, uh, tools. So uh, you had to actually think out of the box. You had to be open to different things, and that's what I grew up with. Because uh, you know, I grew up uh, visiting and seeing what my grandpa, grandmom did, and what my uncle did, and my mom. So it's I literally, when I, I was asked, "What do I want to do when I grow up?" It was, "I want to be a doctor." That was simple, especially when I came here. And uh, I do have to say that. Uh, a, Four years of medical school and the residency subsequently pretty much beat the holistic concept out of me, pretty much, uh, but not, not entirely. So in 2007, when I was diagnosed with colon cancer stage 3+, plus, and I was told that I would be dead within two years, my life literally came to a halt right there. Uh, uh, so I just turned on a dime, and uh, other than an initial brief episode of... Uh, Oh my God! So I got a death sentence uh, here, uh, with or without chemotherapy, and I did a little chemotherapy, discovering that uh, sometimes when the treatment is worse than the disease, well, uh, you have to think about the options, and that led to the reintroduction of the holistic approach, mind, body, spirit, and just looking outside the box. So that's what got me going, and I'm grateful for that. That was the greatest gift, the greatest. Uh, uh, present that I could have gotten, uh, you know, present being in the present moment, because it literally put me in the present moment. And I changed my lifestyle. I changed, uh, I changed my uh, stinking thinking. I, uh, I got divorced. Uh, that wasn't a good relationship that I was within. And I literally became a whole new being. And uh, as I evolved uh, from 2007 until about 2015, I actually uh, developed uh, and I partnered with uh, another uh, emergency room physician, uh, and my specialty is family medicine and emergency medicine. 
And so I partnered with a, uh, another doctor in creating something called Sambit Wellness, uh, where the focus is speaking the languages of the brain. In other words, and that I was our tagline. Mm-hmm. One quick thing before we go on, because I do not want the audience to miss something that you just said. And I want to backtrack. You said that you had a disease, cancer. You yes. got a divorce, and this is Drayvon's phrase, and it birthed a whole new person, a mm-hmm. happy whole person. Now, this is the thing that we've got to you just, and we're going to talk about this binaural beats and all this stuff, but listen to this. We're talking that every tragedy that shows up in your life has not come to destroy you. In fact, in everyday peace, we teach and we talk about that everything that shows up in your life has shown up for one reason, and that, that is to bow down and serve you as you consciously create your next level of greatness. And my goodness, if you didn't just say that, Dr. S, you said you, you, you had this cancer, you, you got a divorce, and it birthed a whole new person, the person that you are today, the happy individual that you are today, running these organizations, providing this fabulous service. You have your fabulous new wife, and you're still practicing medicine, and you've integrated this holistic approach. Please take from that whoever is listening today who needs to hear that today, that wherever you are today, it's whatever situation you find yourself in, that situation has not come to destroy you. Please allow Absolutely. it to do its job, which is to birth a whole new you, right? So I want to jump into really quickly, because we, we got so much to talk about, and you're such a fa- fascinating individual. Um, we're talking about this meditation piece, and I mentioned that I could have used your your knowledge this morning when I was doing my meditative practice. What are binaural beats? Just what is that? Ah, wonderful. Well, I got introduced to binaural beats back in uh, 2011. Uh, That is when I... uh, uh, you know, um, I was introduced by a colleague of mine who would become my uh, business partner in Sambit Wellness uh, about a year or so down the line. And uh, uh, the way uh, that Dr. Brian Daly has described it is it will change your life. And so I, I liked him, I trusted him, and uh, I didn't know exactly at the time what that meant, but uh, on a personal level, it literally exploded my mind. Uh, it's, there's an expression uh, that goes something like, uh, you know, minds are like parachutes. Once fully open, um, you know, you can go back um, or something of that nature. So what happened was I, I partook in this journey at uh, TMI, uh, Monroe Institute, and I'll, I'll make a short story of it, but uh, it's literally a fascinating journey of discovery, whereas I came in uh, as a primarily a left-brain-oriented uh, person, meaning um, logical, you know, everything goes into boxes and everything is organized, and if it some doesn't serve the purpose, nope, you'll go back into the box, you go back on the shelf, and, you know, that's, I keep on going with my current project. But uh, what happened was uh, I, uh, the, the binaural beats, uh, and I'll tell you what it did first, and then I'll describe what they are, is it literally opened up my entire right side of the brain. Or in other words, come, uh, it, it communicated the left and the right brain. And for the first time, I found myself in a place where I was literally overflown with emotion. I would never show emotion previously. I, I never grew up when with the concept of expressing myself emotionally. And uh, a whole new person came out of me. 
And then it took me some time to integrate that. But uh, that was a wonderful uh, journey that led to further programs, further learning. And eventually it led me to become uh, a, not only a, a part of the professional division, teaching, learning, and advancing this kind of amazing stuff, uh, but also uh, on uh, as an inter- institutional review board for the research and eventually starting my own company, Sambit Wellness, when I couldn't find the products and uh, services that I wanted in the healthcare field. And uh, the binaural beat, uh, would you like to talk a little bit about uh, what the binaural beats are and how they're formed? I- and- Yeah, I would. I think for our listening audience, I would really like them to understand. You just said it opened up the right side of your brain, which is more creativity uh, uh, attached to your emotions, you know, open up to your emotions and accepting your emotions. But how are they doing that? Ah, wonderful. The reason why we say uh, binaural beats uh, or some bit wellness, some bit sound, which is a type of a binaural beat, but also more than that, is... uh, Anything less than 20 hertz or cycles per second is not going to be perceived by the brain. In other words, uh, we cannot hear that frequency. But that is where the magic happens. And that is where the languages of the brain take place, all the way from delta, all the way through beta. And I'll mention a little bit briefly about each one. Uh, How does a binaural beat work? Um, For example, if I were to sound a 100 cycle uh, frequency, hertz or 100 100 hertz uh, in in your left ear and then 104 cycles per second in the right ear, the brain through a series of neural networks and connections actually begins to, well, uh, create that four cycle uh, frequency difference and that corresponds to a certain uh, certain, uh, range. Um, the ranges are, it starts from delta. Delta is from zero to three cycles per second. And this uh, uh, frequency, this language of the brain is responsible for. It is intimately involved with the deep sleep, relaxation. So people who don't sleep, don't rest, um, or basically don't recover from, uh, well, from stress, they are missing their their sleep and recovery. Um, that's also when the brain uh, detoxifies and many other processes. And that's an essential uh, range. Uh, It's called delta. The next one is called theta. Theta used to be one of my favorites until I discovered and came upon gamma. But the interesting thing about gamma as I move along is, as a part of a holistic approach, it really literally takes everything to come full circle, to activate the entire brain. So it's not just one uh, versus the other. It's how the whole thing comes together in a beautiful, complicated mess that just works out wonderfully. Uh, but if we were to break down into separate components, theta is from four to approximately um, seven cycles per second. And theta is responsible for the aha moments. It's the type of moments where, for example, people see gravity all the time. You know, things fall from the tree, for example. But uh, Newton, uh, it just occurred to him that, wow, the apple fell from the tree and he came up with the law of gravity. That is the kind of stuff that happens in theta. Uh, it's the kids spend a lot of time in that state, and it's a wonderful state. It's a very it's like relaxed a state, of being, state. Like a mm-hmm. state of being in awe. In awe. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creativity. Uh, it's just. Uh, it's when you're. Well, uh, when you're. Imagine if you were back in the childhood. 
how, that, how wonderful that would be, how wonderful it would be to see a world through a child's eyes. And this is, this is exactly what that is. Um, next range, uh, next language of the brain is actually called alpha. And alpha goes uh, all the way up to 12 cycles per second, uh, from approximately 8 to 12. And uh, alpha is the reset. It's your neutral. It's, uh, for example, uh, an analogy would be if you are driving, a, well, a stick shift uh, vehicle, uh, and you're basically shifting gears. So alpha is your neutral. From alpha, you can go into more uh, aware states, or you can go into more relaxed states. Many people are not able to go into relaxation. I heard you talk earlier during the previous talk, a wonderful conversation, by the way, about how do you get into that place where you can shift your mind? Uh, how do you get into that uh, rapid uh, transition place where you can get the effectiveness of, of uh, uh, meditation or uh, stillness or being present? Being present is the most powerful thing in the universe. Uh, the present is truly the present. The past is, is a, well, that's patterns. It's whatever patterns we bring forth. And the future is possibility, quantum field, full of, full of options. And concept is, if you have to, well, if you stay in the present and you literally stay in the present and you focus on the present moment, you will literally have the entire range of options in any given situation. And that's a, that's a place of magic. That's uh, basically sums up a, a bit of the, where alpha is. I've never seen a person uh, both stressed and relaxed at the same time. I've, I've tried. I've tried myself. It doesn't work. You know, it's uh, so funny because my mother used to say, you can't pray and worry at the same time. So you need exactly. to pick which you pick which 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 one you want to stand on. You want to stand on the worry or you want to stand on the prayer. So and the same thing as you're saying is the same concept. You can't be stressed and at peace at the same time. So pick where do you exactly. want to be and do the practices. Follow the practices. Develop the disciplines that allow you to stand in that space. Perfect. Perfect. That's exactly it. I'm with you. Uh, and next phase, uh, next range, is actually very important for attention, uh, for awareness, for pr productive functional uh, work, uh, for doing things, for accomplishing things, for understanding, for talking, for listening. It's called beta. Beta is from th 13 to approximately 30 cycles per second. And in beta, in lower beta, you're actually in a functional state, but in a higher beta, you enter into a place where there's anxiety, stress, worry. It's where the monkey brain takes over and uh, literally a person feels like they're out of control. So it's a pros and cons. Uh, of course, there's always pros and cons to everything. It's how you use the tool. But it's, uh, the key is to learn to control the ranges. Now, beyond beta, beyond 30 cycles per second, it's, you enter into something called gamma. And uh, remember I mentioned that uh, the human brain does not uh, comprehend, does not hear the sound of frequency less than 20 hertz or 20 cycles per second. So if I want to, for example, create a... Uh, uh, Four cycle per second frequency in the brain, uh, something that you cannot hear from outside, but you can create internally. I would, for example, have uh, a differential uh, frequency of 100 and 104 cycles per second, and the difference becomes the binaural beat. And of course, it takes multiple binaural beats to, well, uh, work with a complicated structure like the brain. The brain is one of the most fascinating, amazing structures, including having the process of neuroplasticity. 
and uh, neuroplasticity is is amazing. You can actually learn new patterns. Uh, this is where this is where I uh, when I guide and where, when I work with clients, uh, and it's not just medicine. It's not just conventional medicine. It's holistic. It's the entire thing. Uh, I literally get people to change their patterns. How do you get somebody to change a pattern that's not working? Well, first thing is awareness, and then you go further into willingness to change and then practice desire. And the frequencies that uh, we just mentioned, uh, delta through uh, beta, that's a, that actually supports the brain into whether it's awareness or relaxation or capacity to simply intake and to accept the gift, the present that is all around us, the energy, the vibration. You know, Nicholas so I, I gotta inter- I have to interject and ask you mm-hmm. this. You said you've said a lot that, uh, and thank you for that explanation of saying how the binaural beats. You know where they're working in the brain. You know where these cycles per second are. But here we are. We're we're this individual, and we we turn on some binaural beats. And I understand that the binaural beat helps to achieve a synchronized state. What do you mean when you say synchronized a state? This is a state in the brain, obviously, but what does that mean? Is that where all of these alpha, beta, gamma, all this is working in concert? Is that what we're talking about? That's when the brain becomes whole. Uh, holistic really truly means everything, mind, body, spirit. That's mm. the power. That's the, that's the presence. That's, the, that's where magic happens. Uh, when uh, there is a, uh, well, left and right brains are actually two, different entities uh, and uh, you just imagine two people standing back to back to each other and not even communicating and now there's a little uh, there are bridges across like such as corpus callosum such as structures that connect them but uh, those structures are not very significant Um, so to communicate between the right and left brain to combine the logical the emotional and basically the entirety of the human being is very difficult it would take decades literally decades of meditation purpose and it's a wonderful worthy work but for many people we don't have the luxury of being in a cave um, or in a monastery uh, learning to meditate for decades so that is where the support of the frequencies comes in so that leads me to my next question i'm sure clients who say to me Dr. Drayvon, I would love to meditate, but I cannot. Uh, and I always start small. I said, you know, we're, we're going to sit for two minutes. We're just going to sit for two minutes. We're just going to stay in the stillness for two minutes. And some people can do two minutes and some people just really cannot sit with themselves for two minutes. They are tormenting themselves if they sit there. So, and I, and I was very attracted to your message when you talked about um, here you can achieve these great benefits of meditation and less time by using the binaural beats. How how does a person go about this? So you've got this individual and they just can't meditate for whatever reason. They can't they can't still themselves, they can't sit long enough or you know, what's their first step if they want to use binaural beats or some other process? Absolutely. Uh, the beautiful thing about this is uh, the key to everything is intention. Intention and purpose. Wherever you you, you direct your mind, whatever you choose to, uh, to become aware of, to practice, to, in the, to, to strengthen, that is what's going to get stronger. Uh, those, uh, those patterns that uh, we uh, do not uh, engage in, 
um, it's uh, the, the patterns that we ignore, those patterns go away. They, they extinguish. Um, and that is the, that's, that's called neuroplasticity. So in a way, uh, there's an expression, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's actually incorrect up until the moment of death uh, transition. Is, uh, is the opportunity to change, to modify, to become stronger, to take every single challenge and turn it into an opportunity. And that's what I advise uh, all my clients, friends, family, as well as that's what I've done with everything that happened in my life. Um, every challenge turned into a wonderful, amazing opportunity to learn, to become stronger, to become better. And we, we, not, we don't get anything in our lives that we cannot handle. That's just the bottom line. Oh, I know, I know. And so, how would you go about like you? There's a there's a wealth of different options with binaural beats. Mm-hmm. What does a person? How, how do they know where to begin? So you, you, I know you have a wonderful course, the BiogenicsCourse.com. So yes, let's just uh, say a person, uh, person's on that site. Where do you where do you start? I mean, there you know people are coming and they're so full and they're so overwhelmed. I think a lot of times having a lot of options is great. It's a sign of wealth and development. You've got so many options, but it also can be confusing for people. They just get overwhelmed and they're already stressed and they don't know where to start. Very where much do so. you start with that? Uh, I'll give you a personal uh, a type of an analogy. Um, I've been into martial arts and sports my entire life. Uh, but I've been into, let's say, for example, uh, boxing for a couple of years, then um, mixed martial arts for a couple of years, and then uh, wrestling for a couple of years, and then just so on and so forth. Now, if you bounce around from a system to a system and you learn different things, now you're all the better for it. But you're not going to be as good as if, we, if you just take some, like one system, for example, karate or otherwise, and you take it all the way to what you call like the black belt or the top level, because at that point, you, have, you will have learned pretty much all the tools that you need to be holistic, comprehensive. That is where I came into the system called Biogenics, developed by Dr. Norm Shealy, who is my, uh, well, he's my mentor, he is my spiritual father, and uh, uh, the man is... Uh, Basically, at this point, 89 years old, still practicing full uh, well, research, uh, clinical practice, uh, books, uh, publications, everything. Exercises uh, two hours a day, teaches, educates, uh, does amazing things. Great mind and uh, follows through on everything that he does. And what he has created, among other things, is a system. Back in 1972 to 74, in those two years, he came up uh, and he established a PhD thesis in humanistic psychology based on self-regulation. Self-regulation and stress management. And stress management, and I'd love to have this as a separate topic at some point because there's so much to say about this, uh, is behind, stress is behind over 85% of all the dis-ease that happens to humans. And that includes anxiety, depression, all sorts of mental illness, but also physical illness, chronic dis-ease. And while the acute stress is helpful and helps us to get stronger, adjust, it's like, an, it's like a workout. You go, you have a good workout, you're hurting because you've uh, uh, tore uh, so, you know, microfibers uh, of the muscle, but then the muscle gets stronger. So that's the same concept. 
Uh, you train. And I'm going to interject one more moment because we do have a caller that's been on the line for a while. I just want to pick them up. Hello, you're on the air. This is Dr. Drayvon James and our fabulous guest, Dr. S. Today, did you have a question or comment? Yes, I have a question. Uh, the doctor said so many great things, but one thing he just said a few seconds ago when he talked about how it doesn't matter how old you are, he says you can you can change or change your mind or even up to um, you know before you expire. And so my question was, how do you get when you become older? How do you get yourself in the mindset to believe that? that you can change or things can change because the older we get, well, I'm going to speak for myself. The older I get, the more I find myself very settled in the way I think, in the way I see things. And so talking about change, I mean, unless it's something that, you know, it's very catastrophic and you really need to make a change, but I'm just talking about just change in your life. Like how do you, how do you develop the mindset at an older age to believe that you can change or things can change? Let me uh, let, let me answer that question. Uh, I, know, I, I want to say we, we're going to be we're going to be ending shortly, so we want to kind of get to that uh, question. That's a great question. So I just want to make, make sure we get to the end of it. We had about a minute left. Yep. Uh, actually, I, I would like to address that. Uh, you know, in the holistic perspective, and that's a wonderful question. Thank you. Uh, we are mind, body, and spirit. We are the entire being. And so, by working with the physical, by a feedback, and mental and emotional, such as forgiveness, acceptance, tolerance, but also, who am I? What is my true nature? And when you realize that you are a spiritual being, we are all spiritual beings. We are more than our flesh and blood. That's a nice meat suit. But uh, we have physical body, and we are more than our physical body. We have thoughts, feelings, and emotions and patterns of those things, and we are more than those patterns. That's how you can change, by realizing, by acknowledging that you are greater than all of that, and you have a choice. And that's okay, a very simple great. decision. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I want to thank Dr. S., our fabulous guest today. To learn more about the great work that Dr. S. is doing, you want to visit uh, the website www.biogenicourse.com to learn more um, neuroplasticity and speaking the language of the brain. I want to tell you once again, if you are interested, and I hope that you are, in improving your health, your wealth, and your relationships, check out Everyday Peace on InfinityFoundation.org and our upcoming course on March 18th. I absolutely love you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.